Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2022 season of Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I am James. I'll be hosting-ish. I'll be, ho- I'll be hosting. We'll call it hosting. <laughs> and as always, we're going to finish out October with some pre-interviews. And today, I'm talking to Rihanna. Rihanna, how are you doing? How have you been since last November. Last what November. Has happened? Anything? A Nothing. lot. A lot has happened <laughs> since last November. But I I have been doing a okay. Good. Yeah. Had a wedding, had a honeymoon, Good. had a um that's probably it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I recall last year during Nano the wedding planning was in sort of full speed. Yes. Was one of the things that was happening. Uh one of the, the the many things that were throwing themselves in front of in front of the our Wham Juice writers last year. Yes, but this year no is going to be different. Yeah, this year's going to be different because this is uh, Wet Hot American Moon Juice and Anarimo Podcast colon the chill year. This is like, we're we're not a regular Nanorimo podcast. We're a cool Nanorimo podcast. I wanted to say wet, cool American moon juice, but that just feels that just feels clammy, yeah. and uh, I don't love that. So, so basically, the idea is we're not necessarily. We talked a little bit about this in the post interviews and during the nano. Uh, we're going to be doing sort of as a group, less focused on gotta get my words, unless that's what people want to do, unless that's what someone wants to do, which is, in which case, totally fine. But some of us, myself included, are taking a yeah, I'm going to write this month, and it's going to be fun. And that is as far as I'm going in terms of word count. I'm thinking of other ways to sort of constrain myself in very, like, or like, you know, I need to do this today because this is what happens next. But that's basically where I am sort of in terms of thinking about it. I was thinking about it in the previous 30 or 40 minutes before we started recording. I was sort of like, all right, let's do some thinking while I'm driving around. What are you doing this year for uh, what hot American movies? Yeah, plan is a, a strong word. Um, I okay. have an idea, concept. Um, I'm going okay. to try my hand at writing a romance novel. Excellent. And I'm not. I'm not that concerned about word count. I just kind of want to write and talk to my pals yeah. on Wham Juice. And uh, Absolutely. that's going to be like my my main thing. I'm not going to stress out about getting words. I'm just going to see what happens. Absolutely. And I've never written a romance before, so it'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I say with increasing tone. <laughs> the unique Rayana take on the romance <laughs> as a genre. It's yes. going to be, it's exciting. Everyone, hold on. Everyone is excited. Oh, I, just, I just started my earpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's. I think that that's great. That it's just like, I want to talk to my friends. I want to try my hand at something. I feel like last year, it got too into the numbers. And a bunch of our writers were like, well, I mean, what what's even the point anymore? Because I'm so far behind. And like, that was such a bummer. Because it's like, but you can just have fun with it. But I, I totally get where it's like, yes, I've written 5,000 words and I'm... 30,000 behind so (laughs) I guess this is a good this was fun so I totally get that but like I'm excited for starting out with the idea of like let's have fun with writing let's do writing but let's not 
stress out about writing. I really yeah, like I think one. it'll be it'll be good for me and it'll be good for us as a unit, <laughs> as a podcasting unit. Absolutely. To just be like, like I said, we're gonna be a cool mom this year. We're not gonna be like a regular. Absolutely. Mom. Uh, yeah, absolutely, exactly. We're gonna have racing stripes on our minivan and. Uh, <laughs> Wood paneling. They'll be intentional and not just branch scratches like on my actual minivan, uh, <laughs> which we have to cut a bush. But I've never thought of calling them racing stripes before, and I will be doing that from now on. So <laughs> that is cool. You said that you sort of have that's like romance in mind. What What is your context for romance? Like, what are you bringing to this? So I can't. I can't write anything normal. And by that, I mean, like, okay. like regular daily life. Like, Erin's really good at that, where she, like, will write. She's like, my book right. is just set in Philadelphia. And I'm like, well, where exactly. are all the monsters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my story is a urban Regency fantasy supernatural kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> Regency, I know. Supernatural, I know. Ur- Talk to me about urban Regency. Tell me about <laughs> what that is. So I've been watching a lot of Bridgerton in the last year. That's mainly. What <laughs> I've always, I've always been a huge fan of uh, Regency. I've been super. I'm a super basic bitch where I love Regency period romances, Pride and Prejudice, anything by Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I watched all of Bridgerton. <laughs> I binged it in the last. year and i'm just a sucker for it and i was like i was realizing i was like i should just like i i should i should write something in there but it's also got like a supernatural slash fantasy element to it because i don't want to do a bunch of research (laughs) love that love that it's i can say whatever i want because there's magic yes it's kind of like you know they also have postage stamps and i don't even need to look at that it'll be in that style there will be empire wastes and everything but uh, exactly. I don't really have to know who was like prince at that time. <laughs> exactly. That's where that's where I get hung up on on Bridgerton is because I and I bring myself back usually when Eloise is on the screen being awesome. <laughs> but I find myself when the queen is there, I'm like, so who are we dealing? With? Like, you know, for, I started I started watching it, you know, with Kristen first season, and I was I I had to shut off the people back then would probably not look too kindly on a. Oh yeah, a black woman who found herself pregnant, and I was like, "Wait, do they not like her because she's like Cinderella, or do they not like her because she's black, or both?" And Kristen was like, "I think it's just the family stuff, and they've just cast a diverse cast." And I was like, "Got it." Yeah, cool. I think I think. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I was better about that second season, but I do still find myself being like, "So, what is the situation with who's queen?" And like. It's so distracting, and I'm so stoked for it to be like, yeah, that can come into play if I want, and it's whoever I want it to be, and whatever serves the plot. I really like that a lot. It's going to be like a, a fictional city in a place that might be England. Who knows? <laughs> and that's as far as exactly, I'm going to go. Exactly. And so I'm, you know, I'm going to try and, <laughs> and stick to like the general ideas and themes, and you know, stuff like that. The 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 themes that are common in Regency yeah. are like. Um, but also, uh, there are some vampires, and there are, you know, probably going to be more people who aren't white. 
than people right? like to acknowledge yes, in that. historical fiction. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know, sometimes cool. I might say, like, no one can be like, excuse me, that kind of stitch didn't exist back then. And I'll be exactly. like, doesn't even matter because I'm making everything up. I made this world and I made that stitch first. That's the first <laughs> thing I did. So back off. It's in my world <laughs> in building vision nothing, board. And then Rihanna made stitches. Exactly. <laughs> Is it going to be funny? No. Yeah, no. It's... Okay. I mean, probably at some points. <laughs> right. I mean, but it's, it's, not, it's you, so it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be clever and and and, and witty. But okay, it's, I'm taking I'm taking the plot very seriously. Like it's not a for giggles. It's like right, right. no, this is these are serious times, right. even though things are really weird. <laughs> <laughs> now. These are serious times, even though things are really weird, is not a bad, it's a long title. It'd be a long title, <laughs> it is, but it, uh, it would set people up for sort of what to expect. That's true. And I, I just think that that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the concept that I'm working with is that the heroine is a young woman who is from a rich family, from a high class family, and her father dies and she finds out that they're completely broke. And a vampire dude comes and knocking on the door being like, hey, your your father used to gamble for me and you still owe me all that money. So hop to it. <laughs> and the, the hero of the story is essentially her family's like accountant. Mm. And he is trying to figure out a way to help her. And he is also familiar with like the supernatural world, which she just found out about because... Uh, he's also like an accountant for vampires because they live for a really long time and they need someone to do their accounting. Sure. So it's a little yeah. silly. It is, but I, I play it very seriously. Oh, no, no. Weird concepts taken seriously are the best. Like, the best. Stephen King has built a whole career on weird <laughs> concepts taken seriously. Very true. And I think that, uh, that that sounds awesome. That sounds really, really cool. And I like... All right, Rana, my brain... I just have to get this out there or else I'm going to write it down and tell you it later. I did, you know, a vampire gangster would be called a fangster and I just <laughs> needed to say that. And and now we can move on. I like the idea of kind of the, like, a, I'm picturing like a classic, like, 80s CPA. I know that's not it because, again, we're in a different time period. But, like, with his, like, green hat and, like, just, like, crunching numbers. But that's the, he's the hero and I really like that a lot. That's really cool. I would make it silly, and I'm glad that I'm not writing it because <laughs> all of the supernatural, like I, I think it's kind of different because like all the supernatural stuff is kind of around the main couple. Like neither one of them is really particularly like yeah. a werewolf or anything. You know, it's just like it's all this stuff that's kind of sure. happening around them. And right. Interesting. Yeah. Like, is it going to be when you say happening around them? Do you mean like? it will happen in like the wings and affect them but they won't see it or they'll keep encountering it but not be part of the world themselves they, they keep encountering it okay because it's like there is this this vampire who ran like a gambling hall and is like either you get me money you marry like tomorrow and <laughs> make sure i get the money or i'm gonna make you come work for me yeah. and that's not gonna be pleasant and um right yeah 
so then, of course, she she turns to the hero and he's like, oh, I actually do know some things about this world because I've, you know, <laughs> my family has spent generations accounting for vampires and werewolves and people that live a long time. I'm so into this. <laughs> this is going to be killer. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. So, OK, so is it going to be because Bridgerton is like there's this family and then kind of also this family and then like. A sprinkling of other people. Is it going to be sort of like that, or is it going to be more like this is the family and these are the people they that like encounter? Like I use the word encounters. Like, will we stick with that family and they'll be approached by people, or is it going to be multiple? It'll it'll mainly be of, the the focus the heroine's family. Yeah, um, yeah, but there will yeah. be of course other people because you know you got to write sure. in a ball and. Uh... <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. An awkward dinner. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying with a vampire, like lots of dinners have to be like really awkward. Like just like from terms in terms of like manners alone, it's like, <laughs> oh no, thank you. I'll eat later, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's oh man. So all right, I guess my last question, so I'm not grilling you and forcing you to like I don't James, I don't is does it come out whole cloth or do you I know you're into world building I guess is the is the thesis statement yes. of my question and so do you you're going to need to build the regency world where you are god and you can make whatever historical thing happen happen any kind of stitch i want exactly exactly and then you have the vampire sort of world too do you create those separately or does the vampire's deal get imagined as it serves the plot of the regency thing it's the same world okay. like the the vampires are okay. like in society and stuff to different degrees and the the other like supernatural it's just that they have to manage it very differently so like one of the characters is like a woman who is believed to have died like ages ago and she just turned uh -huh. into a vampire and just kind of like changed her life. But she can come back into society at some point because, you know, she's just been chilling. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. People know about the vampires, though. No. Oh, okay. Okay. okay Only okay. certain people do. Okay. I was like imagining this world where it's like, yeah, no, I mean, like, he's a vampire, but like, he's also a great. <laughs> leader or whatever and it's just like a thing about okay cool 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 so secret vampire is still where we're going with that and i think that's good man ran i am really excited about this story but if i could pull back a little bit and the answer i don't know or i haven't thought about it too much or i'm not thinking about that james just back off all those are options okay when it turns november 1st yes what if anything are you can are you using as a sort of yardstick for cool that was a good day I'm playing it really because I've been rehearsing in a show for the last few months and we just opened last week and that's like all I've focused on for like 2 weeks now so like I have yeah. not even like yeah. sat down so like my idea is that like I'm not going to worry about plotting beforehand or you know making character profiles or anything and if when i do do that that will right. be part of my word count like 
So maybe like some Great. days I'll Love write a that. chapter and then some days I'll be like, no, I need to figure out where this is going next. And my yeah. goal is to just just write <laughs> something, get Absolutely. something done, whatever it is I want to do. Perfect. Perfect answer. Excellent. Excellent. Good. And I think that's really healthy and I think that will also keep you interested. My least favorite thing about NaNoWriMo among a not big list, but more than one item list is that when November 30th comes around, it's like, all right, well, never looking at that again. I mean, I know that I'm the only one that really is like never looking at that again, but like the idea that it can continue because you're just writing and you're just sort of using it as like a motivation to write as opposed to, I just need to get to the end of the month and then be done with it. I think that's really cool too. Cause that'll mean less of a pressured rate and more of a, writing what you want to write, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and I did, like, last year, I did so much, like, plotting and, like, writing out the plot and stuff, and I pr- it probably yeah. added so much to my word count at the end. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, if I just count that as part of it, and I'm just like, no, this is definitely part of it to be like, so-and-so has these flaws and these, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. I am in a place where I'm trying to figure out a different way to measure things because I feel like I don't want to throw random words in. And I also want to work with like different formats, maybe like I was considering writing, like I've been following this comic book writer for the past couple months and she does like process posts on like her Substack, And it's really cool to see like it go from like a script with like, and then this kind of thing happens with the illustrations. I was like, Oh, I could do that. But I was like, ugh, that feels like, what if I don't like it? And so where I am, as of Behind the Curtain listener, we're recording all three of these pre-interviews tonight. And so it's going to be fun to see my how my tonight's concept of what I'm going to do evolves over the three episodes. I did not realize um, that everyone think- else was doing it tonight, too. <laughs> Rana, everyone, like, I had, like, seven cancellations on things this week. And it just worked out that Morgan was like, I can do Wednesday. I was like... <laughs> You're on the West Coast. How's late Wednesday? And she, and she's like, not late. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking of writing something with a, a consistent story, but having like a like a wheel of fortune for format each day. Okay. So like in the form of comic book, in the form of movie, or like specific movie or something. Like, a- like I've been watching a lot of. Uh, a roulette wheel John, of Ra- like... Jack Ryan, like Tom Clancy sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, political sort of thriller stuff or Stephen King stuff or a lyrics booklet for a band I like or whatever. So that it's like a different way of thinking about the story, but also a different, like, it sort of like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, which is sort of what I need to do to sort of keep myself intrigued by by the project either have a very like rigid structure like i did the first year or be stoked because i don't know what's coming next uh like i'm sort of thinking of it this year okay so i'm thinking for you because i know you really like doing like roulette numbers and stuff yeah that's how you like picking what you're listening to and stuff like that so my thought is that you do a roulette of like what type of thing you're writing what genre of thing and you start yeah. it, and if it's like, you know, you get movie script of 
political thriller or whatever, and you start it and yeah. you like it, that you can like go back to it at some point. But if you get really bored, you're yes. like, well, it doesn't really matter because tomorrow I'll do something completely different. Exactly. And like the wheel can be ever changing and it may need to be like if day one was really rough for whatever and I was like, I'm going to take the movie scripts and put them in a different yeah, a different part of the spreadsheet and then maybe bring them back later when I'm feeling better about it. I'm going to be very like picky and choosy with that kind of stuff. And I would say like, like do, you know, put it like weird, th- like put poetry on there or, you know. Oh, yeah podcast sure. stories or you know just like mix it up and like do everything that people write absolutely absolutely i'm like i'm like haikus i'm like I love uh, haikus. like news articles audio like i was i knew i was going to talk to you and then aaron mm-hmm. and i was like you know if you james if you wanted to just jump whole into writing an audio drama like you are talking you're tonight you're talking to two people that have a lot of experience in that world. And I was like, or we just put that on the list and that's just one of the things. And that's, I think, what we're going to... Yeah, I'm going to get weird with it. You could even do something where it's like, today you're going to work on Erin's project and you're going to take her plot and or her whatever she's working on and try putting your own spin on it or you'll take my plot and you'll do like your own... So there's... Yeah, I think that there's a lot that you could do that would keep you like feeling fresh. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, the last, I don't know how I'm going to put this and I don't know whatever, but my dad wrote this poetry book. One, he's, he's a poet. He wrote this book that was based entirely on the like July 5th, 2015 or something issue of the New Yorker. And he just wrote all like he did research on all of the things that were like every article, like there was an article about Steve Carell and he like watched all of Steve Carell's stuff that he could get his hands on. And so these poems would be like about what was in the New Yorker, but it was like, but sometimes it'd be like three or four things removed or like just about like one of the advertisements or whatever. And I found, I find that fascinating. I think about that all he, I probably think about that now more than he does uh, (laughs) anymore. But like, like I want it to be like some days it's like, eh, it's whatever, you know, write 20 haikus and you're good. I love writing haikus. Um, I do too. It's one of my favorite things because it's it seems like it seems like you can be like really stuck up about poetry and also it's just three lines, so it's like it can be done quickly too, which is what all poets say. Like, man, I wish I was done. <laughs> I can't wait to be finished with this writing poetry. Is what I assume is <laughs> often said. And then some days it'll be like really intense. Like, okay, I want to really get this, you know, maybe formatted or or looking really good, or sounding right, or whatever, and it'll be sort of like, I don't know which day is what. And also, if I don't have time on Tuesday to do the thing that comes up Tuesday, I re-spin it and get something that's a little lighter, and that can be a good way to sort of keep things working with my life uh, a little bit, too. I think the big thing for you that I would encourage you to do is not roulette every single day, like, Find something you kind of Mm -hmm. like and let yourself work on it Mm -hmm. like at least two days in a row. Like just just once in a while. That's a good point. So that way. Yeah, if I'm feeling really. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're feeling really inspired, but then you're like, oh, but I I have to do the roulette because I said I would like. Then, you know, you could be sabotaging something that you really like doing. So it's it's important that you're like, I have this tool, but if I find something I like, I can stick with it. 
for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really insightful thing you've just said. And it it makes me really feel warm because it's a very good thing to warn me against doing. I know uh, you. It, it makes me feel like you know me very well. <laughs> I know you very well. James, don't just jump because you made the rule that said you have to. <laughs> yeah. And I've learned feel, a lot about really your, your writing style over doing this podcast, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think that that is all that I have that I wanted to talk to you about before we get into Nano itself. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to say I'm really looking forward to talking with Morgan and Aaron who have both written romance before because it's not like, yeah. like I, I ended up uh, buying and reading um, Romancing the Beat, mm-hmm. which, you know, everyone Classic. has talked about. Yeah. And yeah, like part of my brain, my brain is just like, it has a hard time <laughs> working in those constraints where it's like, but it's like, because yeah. romance is very formulaic and not in a bad way. Like, I'm not saying like every romance is the same. Like, that's Oh, yeah, it. for sure. There's a formula to it. And it's very strict and yeah. people have expectations. And so, you know, yeah. it's like you have to meet those expectations as a part of like yeah. people enjoying it. And so I think that will be really hard on me. But I also want to try and stick to it because yeah. it's like, oh, this is what I said I was doing, so I'm going to do it. But also, like, I'm, I know Absolutely. that I'm going to start being like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have Save the Cat, the book. I have mm-hmm. it. I own it. And each time I look at it, I'm like, no, not ready for that yet. Not ready for someone to tell me what to do about this. <laughs> and. It's not my favorite part of my personality, but it does keep me keep me on my own toes, I guess. Yes. But yeah, I totally get weird. Like, like I know, like there, I was writing that this, you know, the TV scripts last year, and I checked out the Save the Cat writes the screenplay or whatever the that one is for, like writing scripts or whatever. And I I had it, I opened it, and I saw something, and I was like, nope, no, <laughs> no, 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 not gonna like. I'm I'm just a real just a real great student i guess i'm i'm a total nerd who likes reading reference books even if i don't like use them so that's just like yeah. <laughs> I, I love reading reference books but i don't like imperative sentences i'm going to i'm going to make a very niche <laughs> like, comment and i'm going to say that there is a homestar runner episode of teen girl squad and uh okay. the 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 girl named uh, so and so goes. You'll find me in the reference section. And every time I hear that, I'm like, oh crap, that's me. <laughs> here's a here's a uh, well, it's not a hot take because that was decades ago. But yeah. <laughs> I like Teen Girl Squad better than I liked uh, much of Homestar Runner. I know a few people who did. So yeah, I, Teen Girl Squad was where it was at for me. So and with that, I believe yeah. we have arrowed this episode. Yes, and love it. I think that that is it. I. I guess where can people find you on social media? Can you can hey can people find you on <laughs> social media? That's a great question. That's a, question. <laughs> That's a great question. You have to try real hard. Um, I am on Instagram yeah. on uh, Rihanna Nicole. I do have a Twitter, but I do not use it for the sake of my mental health. But it exists, and yeah. there's like a link to my website, uh, which I need to update. So that's also <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect yeah perfect and if people want to get in contact with me 
Uh, I'm at Unabashed James on Twitter, and I keep an eye out on like Rayanna's Twitter and Aaron's Twitter and people that aren't on Twitter but sometimes are contacted through Twitter. I'm like a that's like a service I provide. Yeah, it's just a friendship. So if you need to contact thing. me uh, at James, <laughs> and then he'll tell me about it. I mean, it's not. It's I will be eager to pass on the message. And with that, Rana, best of luck with your urban regency supernatural vampire manners romance. <laughs> and I really hope, Rana, I really hope, listen, it, it's going to be great, but I really hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks, Rana. <laughs> Bye. I'll see you in November. Do you have a question or concern or flex that you want to tell us directly with your own voice? Notice I didn't say human voice because we are alien friendly. You can give us a call at 984-444-9426. And that is also known as 9844-HI-WAM. Please give us a call. Please leave us a message. Please tell us how you're doing. Please ask us for advice because we love to give advice like we are real big shot podcasters. So please give us a call. Are you an author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non-NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or... Write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com. And just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.